0: Guys, Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show. It is Wednesday, April 13th, 2016. Are you keeping track of your frequency, your vibration? Do you even think about that? Well, this evening we have a special guest coming back to the show, internationally known frequency master, conscious creation expert, and neuropathic energy healer, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. She's going to be back in a uh, to our show in a few minutes to discuss her newest ventures, her master meridian mapping, letting go of anger and bitterness and through the looking, looking glass into the woods roundtable discussion. And also uh, we're going to talk about auras. So we've got a, a full show. We invite you to call in if you have a question, if you want your uh, a quick energy reading or you have a psychic question. Please call us once uh, Dr. Kim gets on the line here. Our guest number is 347-945-5834, 347-945-5834, and welcome to the show. Um, So it is mid-April now, and uh, here we are in uh, Guys Guys Studio up in Harlem in New York City, and we had a spectacular, gorgeous spring day today, cool, but sunny. And we're supposed to get another uh, about six days in a row of the same thing. And every day, the temperature is going to creep up a little bit more. And uh, the trees are really starting to bloom. The leaves are pushing their way out. A lot of the trees that blossom are now blossoming. And it's just a gorgeous time of year, uh, springtime. I really love the spring. And now we have, uh, you know, it's still light out. And it stays light for another half hour or so. And every, every day, I believe we get another minute of light until uh, June 22nd, the summer solstice, and then it starts to go back the other way. Goes so fast, doesn't it? That's why you have to make the most of everything. And that's why, you know, checking your frequency is very important. Also making sure that you keep ascending. And, uh, here we are on guys, guys radio. And we're, one of our, our, our really, uh, missions is for better men and better world and we see things through the guys guys lens but we handle topics like dating relationships uh, metaphysical spiritual wellness we talk to entertainers people in sports all kinds of guests we get on here and we we're looking at it through the lens of the guys guy and also in an effort where men and women can be at their best everyone wins and that's what guys guys radio is all about the whole movement started with my novel, The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love. You can pick it up on Amazon or any of the e-tailers. You can get the physical book or the e-book. Uh, my blog, uh, syndicated blog, is at robertmanny.com. The name of the blog is On Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Happiness. We post a new blog every, uh, every usually Thursday um so it's robertmanni.com facebook robert manny author twitter at robert manny youtube robert manny author and all podcasts of guys guys radio are available for free download whenever you want all 180 of them either on uh, iTunes or Block Talk Radio so let's talk a little bit about what's going on in our crazy world i mean we're right in the middle of the whole election cycle and all the candidates are in new york battling it out both Republican and Democrats and you've got Donald Trump who's a New Yorker basically you've got Bernie Sanders who grew up in Brooklyn you've got Hillary Clinton who is uh, you know, she's kind of a New Yorker in the way that people who move here and stay here for a number of years become New Yorkers and then we've got Ted Cruz who is not a New Yorker and is kind of trashed quote-unquote New York liberal values and we've got John Kasich, Kasich who's still eating his pizza with a fork But then again, our mayor uh, was caught eating pizza with a fork also. And you know what? I've been caught eating pizza with a fork now and then if it's really hot, I don't like to pick it up. But it's uh, supposedly a real faux pas to do that. So in the election, um, we've got the uh, Hillary and Sanders are going to have a debate tomorrow. So that should be a real slugfest because it's getting pretty bitter between those two. Uh, The whole issue of the superdelegates for Hillary giving her that edge. And, uh, you know, Bernie has beat her like six or seven uh, primaries in a row, but the media certainly doesn't give him any credit. All they keep saying is, well, he can't win. He can't win. Well, he just won again. He can't win. And particularly, I noticed that CNN really gives Bernie a, a hard time. They, they're, they're so pro-Hillary. Um, I don't know why. Maybe it is because of what Sanders says about all of the and the super PACs that are behind uh, the whole Clinton machine, we'll see. I don't know. Then on the other side you've got Trump who is now being kind of outmanned by Ted Cruz with the so so-called ground game and picking up delegates. and it looks like his, uh, the Republicans are there is a movement abreast afoot really to uh, put put, this, put the brakes on the, the Trump movement. Uh, and I think you know a lot of the stuff that Trump has brought up, a lot of the topics. Uh, are topics that are real issues. His solutions, a lot of them are kind of harebrained. His delivery and his vulgarity is unacceptable, but he has brought up some topics. So whatever you think of him, you have to say, okay, uh, he's getting the word out there on some things we should be talking about, whether it's uh, uh, NAFTA or... uh, the issues in terms of the U.S. kind of protecting the rest of the world and the lousy deals we have trade wise. I just read where China is looking to fix the wand to uh, gold now, and that has been predicted. I didn't think it would come so soon, but that could put, put a real crimp in the uh, world economy uh, and how it impacts the dollar. But on the flip side, talking about Trump for a little bit, some of his ideas are a little harebrained, like the whole wall thing. I don't know why he keeps doubling down on that because it makes no sense. It would cost billions and billions of dollars to do that. It wouldn't work. It sends out a bad signal. This is all in my opinion. And he's not a, he's not being a guy's guy about it at all. Bringing up an issue where we really have no immigration policy in this country. Everybody just kind of strolls in and then they stay and they don't leave. And the, the big problem has been, most of the uh, undocumented or illegal, if you will, people who are in the country overstayed their uh, their visas or whatever. They came in and they just disappeared and didn't leave. So the idea of trying to deport 12 million people uh, would be costly. It would get tied up in the courts for years and it wouldn't work. Um, but it's a real issue because we really have uh, to look at the immigration policy because you have to get a handle on that at some point because... Uh, the whole all the social programs and all of that with everybody coming into the country it puts a real strain on the system and anybody who goes to emergency room gets treatment as they should but it becomes overwhelming and uh it's just an issue that needs to be addressed so what else is happening out there well in sports we've got the Yankees and the Mets are off to kind of okay starts um we had uh You know, we had an aborted show last week. Uh, Our guest was calling in from the UK, and somehow she couldn't get in, but it was right after the uh, Villanova had won the NCAA basketball championship. I know it's old news now, but I am a Villanova alumni, and it was nice after 31 years to have my team have that really fantastic tournament and also have that dramatic win when somebody throws up a three-point shot with four seconds left and swishes it. And that ends the game. You can't you can't end the tournament in a more dramatic way than that, particularly after uh, the player on North Carolina tied the game with a pre- three point shot with five seconds left. So it was a really beautiful tournament. And college basketball is really a great sport, especially when they get to that tournament. So that's that. Uh Let's talk about our guest. Uh, one of my favorite people, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. As I mentioned, she's internationally known. She's a frequency master. She's a conscious creation expert, a naturopathic energy healer. And she's back to discuss some of her new ventures, including her master meridian mapping, um, how to let go of anger and bitterness and uh, uh, through the looking glass into the woods of roundtable discussion. She also has on her website and the next uh, module of her frequency master practitioner program she's got programs like change your name change your frequency unlocked the secret to everything she's got a free ebook and mp3 frequency that she'll send you if you sign up and there's a 20 way 21 day frequency master program so without further ado i'm going to bring her on there and i want to suggest that anybody wants to call in 347-945-5834 if you want to ask dr kim a question here she is good evening dr kim how are you
1: I am wonderful. How are you? I was just thinking you're one of my favorite people, too, so I'm happy to be back on.
0: Oh, fantastic. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, I was going through your website and looking at some of your posts on Facebook, and you really, you really cover the kind of cover the waterfront in terms of topics, and uh, well, let me bring one up <laughs> to you today that nobody's, nobody's – uh, it's not on your website or anything, but what do you think of uh, the idea of clay? Uh, you know, drinking clay uh, uh, dissolved in water to help the bodies uh, to detox itself?
1: Oh, I think it's great. I think, uh, you know, if you need to do that, it's an absolutely, you know, fantastic way of detoxing. I'm a big fan of detox. I think we, oh gosh, we live in such a toxic world. Our water is toxic. Our air is toxic. Our food is toxic. We have toxic emotions. It's like we definitely need to detoxify more you know, and I'm including me in this more than we do. So, you know, I'm a big fan of natural ways of and easy ways of detoxing.
0: Now, what is, uh, my wife actually brought it up to me. She bought this, uh, these two things of clay, uh, it's in a bottle and it's like a powder. And she said, you take a spoon and you put it in water and you let it sit overnight and then you drink it the next day. I mean, I've been drinking, uh, first thing in the morning, uh, water, uh, you know, clean, you know, kind of, uh, purified water with, uh, uh, tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, uh, every morning and uh, right before I go to sleep at night also. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's helping. Um, she suggested clay, uh, as a real detoxer. What, do you have any thoughts on any different, uh, versions of ways to detox in terms of rituals?
2: Gosh,
1: I'm so, um, you know, I'm a big frequency person and, you know, into frequency medicine. So I'm really lazy. I always prefer to detox, you know, uh, partly with frequencies, But um, it kind of depends on what's going on with you and what you're trying to detox. If you're trying to detox, you know, your liver, I'd recommend, you know what I love? I've got to tell you something I really love. And I just kind of do this by feel. So I love, Mm -hmm. some people use this for diet. I use it for detox. And to stimulate the body to dump toxins, I really love, like, purified water, uh, organic lemons, cayenne, a little bit of natural sweetener, stevia or maple syrup. I just love drinking that a couple times a day. You talk about, you know, a lot of people are missing their digestive fire. Our guts are so messed up. It helps right. with that. It helps, you know, with blood flow. It helps with circulation. It helps with blood pressure. It helps with detox. I mean, it's kind of like a cure all. And and it's so cheap and easy, you know, anybody can do it. I would just make sure you buy, you know, organic cayenne or you can use liquid or powder. But, you know, it sounds really nasty and it kind of burns. But once you get used to it, it's kind of stimulating. It's better than coffee.
0: Well, I have done uh, the Master Cleanse, which is the powder that is uh, organic lemon extract, um, grade B maple syrup powder, uh, along with cayenne pepper. And you just drink that mixed in water for, you know, a week or so. And it really... It really cleans you out, I can tell you that. Have you, are you familiar with that, I guess?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's an old, 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 old herbalist uh, remedy, so it works really well for sure.
0: Um, what do you think of coconut w- uh, oil pulling?
1: Uh, you know what? I love it, and it's great. I think it's the slow way. I'll tell you something, and you guys can try this at home, and it's really strange. And But it works super fast. It's great for chemtrails and for the fibers that are kind of falling from the sky. And that's a whole other topic, of course. But you don't have to believe me. But the only trick to this is you have to get real organic grape juice. Because fancy this, Robert. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you buy stuff that really isn't what you think it is. Funny how that happens. So just because it says organic grape juice, and I'm just going to name it, Welch's, it won't work. And partly because it doesn't have the electrical charge that real, right. um, you know, fresh organic grape juice has. So, um, there's, you know, it's kind of the more expensive varieties. You're probably going to, you know, find it at your health food store in a small mm-hmm. bottle for like, you know, 4 to $6. But swish five minutes of grape juice, spit it in a white paper bowl or a white china bowl or paper plate for goodness gracious sake, and you'll be shocked at what comes out. And if you have a little cheap micro- microscope at home or if you want to buy one on Amazon for $30, you want to look at it, you 'll even be more shocked, but uh, that 's the quickest way to pull out tons of toxins out of your lungs, you know out of your sinuses, out of your brain. grape juice is much really? faster than coconut oil yep, absolutely
0: because i 've been doing the twenty minutes the first thing I get up, I do the coconut oil for twenty minutes of swishing, spit that out, gargle with salt water, and then I drink my a c v little cocktail and uh, you know, it's been a ritual. Just drinking the big glass of purified water first thing in the morning, I think, is, is it makes me feel fantastic just to begin with and to do some type of meditation, you know, while that uh, 20 minutes is transpiring before drinking the water. But first thing in the morning, drinking a big glass of water and the last thing in the evening, I got to think that's really good for us because I, I, I assume from what I've read that almost everybody in America is dehydrated.
1: Oh, uh, gosh such a true statement and we find that in the technology i use all the time and that comes up even on me i mean i know better mentally and i see it and i can feel it and i know the symptoms and i'm still dehydrated so absolutely that is such a true statement
0: now let's talk about a couple of the i know i know that you mentioned chemtrails and i was reading about that on your site and i know i've seen other uh a lot of posts from you and i've kind of kind of read some stuff about chemtrails but i'd really I'm I'm, I'm kind of racking my brain about what is, is this about, you know, population control? Like let's, let's take the lid off this thing. What are your thoughts on chemtrails? What, what's, what's going on and why? You know,
1: it's so unbelievable what I really think is going on that like, I don't even want to believe it myself. I really think it's about population control. I think it's about eliminating the weak and, uh, creating kind of a sickly pop. Okay. And I always say this, you know, cause I teach empowerment and I teach, um, you know, how to create wealth and abundance and, you know, speak things into existence mm-hmm. and raise your frequency and have amazing life. And- but wait, okay, forget all that. Cause the reality is when you go into the restaurants, you go in the shopping malls, you talk to your friends, the reality is people are like, I have cancer and I'm 45. The reality is I'm depressed and yeah. I can't get out of bed. The reality mm-hmm. is I have fibromyalgia or arthritis. You know this is true. I have an anxiety yeah, attacks. I can't leave my house and on and on and on. And mm-hmm. I'm depressed and I'm frustrated and I'm angry and I don't know why. And I'm hormonally imbalanced. And I could go on for, you know, 75 minutes listing all those things. You know, so if they can keep us sick and distracted and not just distracted by being sick, but of course when you guys don't feel well and you're in pain and you have emotional issues. And of course, sickness is a holistic thing. You know, you don't have time to create and be an entrepreneur and become a multimillionaire and have power. And you don't have time to, you know, teach your children about the beauty of creation and travel over the world and, and teach your children to be empowered. And so you become this very kind of sick, oppressed, non-thinking, just reacting people. So I think that's, you know, a huge piece of it because you have to have energy to create and you have to have energy as you know, Mm-hmm. I'll be successful in business and energy to, you know, be an entrepreneur, go into politics or make a difference in the world or, you know, uh, join social causes. But if you're so I call it the micro versus the macro, if you're so into the micro of your own life, like figuring out how to get out of bed and make breakfast for your kids or how to get to work, you're not going to go beyond that and affect the world and you're not going to affect politics and the government and the you know, social issues of today. Um, you're not going to have a positive effect on anyone. You know, you're just going to be surviving. So I think it definitely is a piece of um, kind of creating us to be all kind of survivors. And then the second part of that is we have the other half of what I believe is distractions, which I call bread and circuses, which is the music industry and Hollywood and don't stone me, mm-hmm. sports and you know everything that's entertainment. Distractions. And I'm not saying entertainment's bad. I'm just saying. You know, even if you're sick, but you can watch your sporting event on your big screen curved TV that's 4 HD or whatever, the latest thing is, you know, you're you're kind of good with your beer or your fruit juice or your mm-hmm. juice juice or whatever you're leaning in. <laughs> you know, Eugene I'm and on juice a
0: whatever.
1: boat. So uh, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Um, I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, it's so funny. I was sitting out on my deck today working and... Um, you know, I saw them come right over me, you know, right over me, the chemtrails. And I I just have to go inside. I don't like to be out when they're sprayed. I don't because we've just seen too many laboratories. Gosh, you know what? It's so crazy. It's not um, – we were in a town called Hendersonville in North Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. gosh, last summer, I think. And the girls are like, Mom, look at look at the sky. And literally, it was like snowing aluminum. It was falling on our skin in chunks we could see falling on our cars you could wipe your hands they're spraying heavy metals they're spraying uh, different diseases they're spraying vaccines they're spraying gosh what aren't they what aren't they (laughs) mean, really they're just that and i think different areas they experiment with different things and even i don't know if you can hear it but i get this cough when they've heavily sprayed and i have to really work to get the fiber out of my lungs because you can hear it in me right now uh, because they've been spraying really heavily around here the last couple days but I've got to fight this stuff too Like, and it's so funny because people all over the country will be like I don't know why I have this like cost and I just posted something about Merrill Haggard and I didn't even know this but I guess he wrote a song like about the damn you know how he did like chemtrails and different political issues and, and you know some people are suggesting that he actually kind of possibly that, that pushed him over the edge was that toxic exposure that accumulates in our lungs especially and in our science, science who, who, who and in our brains. so who, who
0: sorry who
1: is this? I rambled
0: now, which, who was the individual?
1: Um, Merrill Haggard, you know, who just passed away. Oh, night. okay,
0: okay, Merrill yep, Haggard, so we, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Well, let's let's kind of segue that into the, the election, because it seems like there's, a, you know, with the candidates left, there are very uh, – the different stances it seems like there's a certain group of people behind trump there's a certain group of people behind cruz behind hillary behind bernie sanders what do you make of all of that uh and where where is the battle lines really drawn there or is or is it just doesn't matter
1: you're so funny because uh you you bring out things that i normally don't talk about which is so interesting even though i have really strong opinions and knowledge about it but i look at politics literally as a chessboard so you sit down and or checkerboard you know when you're a kid and you're like do you want to be black or white you know in other words it doesn't matter I just talked to somebody that uh, actually was was pretty high up in government and he told me that uh, he says he knows for a fact but I'm just going to say he believes that our last president that was actually elected was uh, JFK and since then uh, our president's been chosen for us so it's all a sham I'm meaning you know, I hate to say about doesn't count. I honestly don't believe it does. I believe we live more in a dictatorship where either, and I don't know, this is just my guess, either we get to choose, you know, red or green, and it doesn't matter because red is an approved choice by them, or green is an approved choice by them, mm-hmm. or green is already chosen, if that makes any sense. So even if they've chosen one person, it's going to be that person no matter what. Or they don't really care if it's A or B or maybe even C. They're all approved choices because from the people I've talked to, and what's so funny is I knew, you know, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, even though we live in North Carolina now. And when I was a high schooler, I lived, uh, John Kasich was really involved with my school. And so we went to Washington, D.C. when he was a, yeah. And, you know, we met with him and talked to him and, and to watch his transformation and rise in the race and corruption and, And, you know, just the way he's changed kind of his values because he started out, you know, really, really conservative, you know, kind of a good, solid Christian man. And you just watch. If you know anyone from, you know, you can look at local politicians or you can look at federal politicians. Uh, But if you watch kind of that journey, like you cannot – not be corrupted and rise in politics is right. impossible. They're not going to let you. I mean, maybe they would a hundred years ago, but they're not going to let you now. And uh, actually, it's so funny. It's just my my whole view. Kind of, I sometimes hate getting older and wiser because it sucks because you learn mm-hmm. things you never wanted to know. <laughs> no. But that's my view of politics. So, you know, I kind of step back what people are saying makes a difference to me and I I think you just said something about Trump when I was listening I hate his crap and I don't know if it's all part of their game and they're telling him to do that or he's just doing it for fun and you know he says whatever he wants because it's just like fun for him but you know he's probably the closest to speaking I believe you know a lot of people say Bernie Sanders I'm I'm not really sure about that but I think Trump really calls it closely to what's really going on as anybody not that I'm voting for anyone because I don't want to waste my time I don't believe it matters.
0: And I know that really sounds awful. Well, no, I think the point is uh, that you just uh, alluded to is kind of what I was speaking about before is that, you know, putting Trump's delivery aside and some of his, some of his solutions, I'll put those in quotes, are a little harebrained, <laughs> but he's shedding light on some issues that um, whether it's uh, NAFTA or, uh, our uh, you know, kind of being the world policeman and our, lousy trade deals you know he's shedding light on some things that we should be talking about now i wish he'd be talking about you know gmos and vaccines and things like that and world peace but he's not he's talking about you know waterboarding's not good enough so he, he he's kind of a little bit off kilter in my opinion yeah. but he, at least he's shed light on some issues i like i like that there's a maverick in there shaking things up however I, he might it could be disastrous if if he he won the election, but I don't think he's got a chance because you know when you have both parties are uh, really against you, uh, it makes it a real uphill battle. And he, they're they're screwing around with him right now with the whole delegate game with him and Ted Cruz and all that. So we'll see what happens. But it's uh,
2: it's, it's, uh-huh. it's
0: fascinating. This is a fascinating election cycle. But but going back a moment for you know the things like chemtrails and things like that, and you know the vaccines and stuff. Who is who is behind that? Is it the you know the government we see in front of us, in your opinion, or is it the the, the shadow government or whatever the pe- people who are really pulling the strings behind the scenes? What what is your thought? Who's calling the shots?
1: Um, you know, I think it is the the uh, shadow government. You know, what's funny is everybody think you know they're like New World Order, blah blah blah, Masonic, blah blah blah. You know, it's just happening now, and it's funny because. There's always been a shadow government. I mean, that's kind of the, the term hidden, shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been there, and it's not just been there since the beginning of our country. It's been there for thousands and thousands of years. And really, when you start going deep into this, I know this isn't necessarily the plan of your show, and we probably don't have time for it tonight. But to me, as you go deeper, it's almost like you realize that this possibly could be more of a spiritual battle or a mm-hmm. spiritual thing and it starts bringing religion and not even necessarily religion because religion and spirituality to me are two very different things but religion is involved it just gets really weird and murky the the further each century you go back it gets crazier and weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder and it all starts you know what's really weird though robert it all what? starts connecting and making sense it's like this my mom was a big puzzle person she gets this like you guys know what i mean some of you under my age, she did like $10,000 puzzles, and she's like, let's have a lot of fun at Christmas. Let's do this puzzle. And she dumped this 10,000-piece puzzle of like a bridge. And you're like, this is not fun. Come on. You know, you're an 8-year-old kid or a 12-year-old kid or a teenager. You're like, no, we're not putting together a 10,000-piece puzzle with your parents. But that's, to me, what world history is and U.S. history and, and every topic you want to say, religion and politics and entertainment, it's all like these little pieces of the puzzle But when you start talking to enough people, and people really high up and connected and in the know and doing things like you and I do and getting out there and doing shows, and you've probably experienced some of this too, it actually starts making sense. And even though when you dumped out this puzzle, you're like, this doesn't connect, there's no way cryptozoology connects with politics. But it does. It all starts Mm -hmm. to connect, and that's the most terrifying thing in the world that – oh, my gosh, you know, I had, you know, this kind of come to Jesus moment where I was like, this actually might be true. And then it's like, this actually might be true. And then you're like, if one plus one is two, then that might mean two plus two is four. And that's really terrifying.
0: Exactly. No, I, I hear you. And I want to get more into that. We actually have a caller. And I offered, uh, I offered you up, uh, Dr. Kim, with your approval. That If anybody wants to ask a question about maybe a quick uh, on-air energy reading, or if they had a question, they could ask. Um, could we put the caller through? Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. let's do it right now. So, caller, I'm going to put you through from a 917. I guess it's a cell phone. Tell us where, what your uh, first name is and where you're calling from. Hello there. Hello. Good. Hi. W- welcome to Guys Guys Radio. Who am I speaking Hi. with?
2: Hi. Uh, this is Uni. And, and I'm where are calling you calling from? from uh, I'm calling from New York City.
0: Okay. And what's Hello, your
2: question for Dr. Tim? Tim? <laughs> hi. Um, hi. I had a question. Um, well, two, actually. One is I've never really had an energy reading before, so I was curious if you could pick up anything from my energy. And the second question that I had is, is that I've been doing something called uh, brain entrainment, which is listening to music, and it's supposed to help with, you know, um, kind of like, develop my intelligence and my creativity and focus. But at the same time, I'm starting to notice that my ability to kind of focus, my, my my mental focus is, I don't know if it's been helping or it's actually been, like my focus has been just a little bit different. So I was just wondering if you could sense anything uh, and give me some, I don't know, some guidance on um, whether or not what I'm doing is 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 of positive benefit to me.
0: Can I ask you a quick question, um, uh, Uni? Go ahead. Who, mm-hmm. Where did you get the brain, where where did you pick up the brain entrainment?
2: Oh, so that's, uh, it's by Cameron Day.
0: Cameron Day. And okay.
2: he has these uh, theories of brain entrainment. Okay. Audio. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm going to go uh, reverse first. So, um, ew, so dicey. Um, brain entrainment works, but guess what? I am mm-hmm. okay. I am totally the opposite of most alternative medicine people and doctors and scientists. Meaning, my experience for the last 26 years, but in frequency medicine for the last 16, 17 years. Is mm-hmm. that we fancy this? We are so individual. In other words,
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're different.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So your brain, and we actually do brain scans with the uh, technology I use, but mm-hmm. your brain patterns, your alpha state, your theta state, your different states, your different brain waves, what you carry, when you carry them, how you carry them, you know, what's strong, what's weak, how your patterns run is different from Robert's or mine. So mm-hmm. brain entrainment for whatever, I don't know what you're using it for, but for concentration might be fantastic for balancing uh, Robert's brain or my brain, and it might be harmful for your brain.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's where it becomes really tricky. We, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like the Files. We want to believe. We want mm-hmm. to believe what we're told. We want to believe the sales pitch. We want to believe that brain entrainment because it's so much easier than kind of doing the hardcore work, possibly, and mm-hmm. going deeper and maybe going to a neurologist or spending money or using our health insurance or going to, you know, someone like me, it's easier mm-hmm. just to buy a freaking $97 thing or $200 thing or $2,000 thing, doesn't really matter, and mm-hmm. listen to this thing because they said, this is for concentration or this is for a better sex life or this is for attracting your romantic partner. But mm-hmm. we are finding when we start running the hardcore nitty gritty science of it, technology, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. guess what? You, not mm-hmm. the masses, not some invisible average person like mm-hmm. the medical field, you know, does mm-hmm. and the scientific studies are all about and the recommended daily allowance is about, it's all about mm-hmm. the average. There, there ain't nobody that's average, friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's just my little bit of myself coming in. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so for you, I, I love that you asked that question because, It may not be. And you're even possibly, Mm -hmm. with your own intuition, your own knowing, sensing Mm -hmm. this might not be the thing for you. And to be honest, when I look at your energy patterns, and I'm not running a brain scan on you right now, but Mm
2: -hmm. I
1: imagine there's something that's not, it's just not working for you. Um,
2: Mm -hmm. And I don't know,
1: what are you listening to it for? Do you mind sharing?
2: You know, I listen to it because I have time to when when I'm at work and I'm doing emails and things. Mm So in some ways, I find that when I do have it, I am able to focus on the work that I'm doing um, and just kind of zone everything out. But the other thing that I notice is is that when I'm going into more of my own personal meditation and my meditative state, that my mind's ability to just um, immediately focus as I'm used to, it's becoming actually a little bit harder, um, which I find is a little bit Mm, you know, I'm noticing it. I don't know if I'm I'm troubled by it or anything, but I'm noticing that my ability to just, you know, focus. And um, I don't know. Um, I guess like in my meditation, usually it I, I get to a bliss state pretty quickly or, you know, in, in kind of like a zone. And since I've been doing that kind of pretty regularly, you know, every day, um, I've been finding that in my state of meditation that my mind, to get to that place of focus, it, it's actually taking longer. Yeah,
1: I think it can um, Yeah, just mess with your uh, brain patterns, and it can mm-hmm. kind of rewire you, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just may be an mm-hmm. adjustment thing. Um, mm-hmm. There's also a saturation point, in in my view, to where – and this is what we find with, uh, you know, I've just done thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of scans over, you know, 16, 17 years, you know, in person mm-hmm. or long distance on people. But what mm-hmm. we find is you react to stimulus in like, mm-hmm. it, it just depends on what state you're in, in like, gosh, it's just fractions of a second. You, mm-hmm. In other words, your electricity, your energy, and you shift. So Mm -hmm. what you may be in training for is what I'm trying to say may already be accomplished. And so Mm -hmm. there's like a sponge. You can't, Mm -hmm. you know, once a sponge is saturated, you can't force more liquid into a sponge. Mm -hmm. Whatever change you're trying to affect, whether it's mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, energetic, or all of the above, Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. reaches a saturation point where that stimulus, that frequency, that energy is not Mm -hmm. going to accomplish a positive effect it will start to not work, not do anything, kind of have a placebo effect, or it will start to have a stress effect, which we never want to happen. Mm -hmm. So there's also Mm -hmm. the possibility that you are a more amazing being than you ever thought you were and that you no longer need that. I'm not saying you no longer need brain entertainment, but maybe you need to shift your focus or shift a track or shift the music or or even shift who's creating it because, you know, I, I guess, you know, we use a form of brain entrainment that's totally different, which is frequency-based, not really brain entrainment, although we do have some brain tracks. But, you know, there's mm-hmm. all different kinds of things in that realm to explore. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily mm-hmm. saying explore my stuff, but kind of open your mind and maybe shake that up and see how you feel then. Because I think you've reached mm-hmm. a
2: saturation point like a sponge. hmm Okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I yeah, you know, I I, I could – um not do it and see what happens. The one thing that the positive that I found with it is, is that I have a lot less thought. So it's like, in some ways, like that's one of the things that I do like about it is, is that I don't really have running as much running thought. So there is a kind of like a spaciousness, which I do like. No, I mean, I understand.
1: And that's where I guess I would say maybe that is, um, a symptom relief instead of Uh a permanent relief. So if I Uh did run like a brain neurotransmitter panel on you or a hormone panel or uh, some kind of panel, and I thought, Uh oh, wait, here is why she's having kind of running thoughts or obsessive compulsive thoughts or can't turn Uh her thoughts off or her mind off. She's always spinning. There could be a nutrient deficiency. There could be an emotional balancing that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. There could be other tweaks, and maybe you're, you know, kind of taking that, that symptom relief, where you could have permanent relief and you would have to listen to anything and you could have that space, and that would be an amazing thing.
2: hmm. hmm. No, I don't Just have Just things those, for you for to keep Yeah, it, okay. You know. Yes, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah. you.
0: All right, thanks so much for your call, Uni.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Oh, but by the way, do you read anything in my energy that. <laughs> oh,
1: now, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if Robert remembers I work, but. um, I can answer any question about anything, anytime, any place. And I see mm-hmm. timelines,
2: but I see mm-hmm. like everything. So you have to ask mm-hmm. me a very specific question. Oh, I see. You know, um, I've been um, um, on a spiritual path for a while. And I was just wondering if I'm going in the right trajectory right now. Because I feel like, you know, like I've been um, kind of a little bit out of um, connection with um, people who are you know, on, like I used to um, be more close to my yoga teachers, and lately I've been really on my own, you know, and so I was just wondering in terms of my development and the spiritual path, if you feel that, you know, I'm in a good place.
1: I'm going to kind of say the same thing I said in a different way about your brain entrainment, which Mm -hmm. you are further along than you think you are, which is actually Mm -hmm. holding you back. So, when we we go through an initiation or an upgrade, and these are all Mm -hmm. just words I use, to say a rise in frequency or the next level, we're constantly changing. And, well, we don't don't stay stagnant. So, we're either going kind of in a downward spiral or we're kind of going Mm -hmm. in an upward spiral. So, our energy is coming up through our heart line, coming up through our spine. Our chakras are opening up, they're balancing. Our upper chakras are opening up. Our intuitive abilities are strengthening. Our connection to source and God is getting stronger. Like we're becoming Mm -hmm. more empowered. You know, we start to speak things and they happen. You know, we start to see that kind of spiritual spec. You know, we enter a room and people turn around and look at us. And and maybe Mm -hmm. we don't even have our, you know, our hair done or our makeup done, but it's the light within us, you know, starts Mm -hmm. to shine brighter. So it's that upgrade. Mm -hmm. So basically it looks like you've been on this path and somewhere along the line you begin that upgrade but you're still kind of thinking you're kind of the same person and you're not. And so when you go to that upgrade, you actually kind of need to shake everything up. Maybe you'll attract new people into life. Maybe you need to start new spiritual disciplines or join a new group or try something new. But definitely there seems to be a little bit of energetic confusion in your being where um, – I think that's why you're seeing some of the things you're seeing. I definitely mm-hmm. think you're on a good path, in an upward path, in a mm-hmm. strong path and you have a nice uh, energy and a nice what I would call frequency. Fantastic.
2: Okay. All right. So, uh um, See myself a bit more. Okay, great. Thank you so much for all of your time and and your oh, wonderful guidance me. on things. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thank you. Annie.
0: Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you, Dr. Kim. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, auras. Uh, one of the things that uh, you know, we, we're going to cover today is you, you, you mentioned some new tech you're doing, and you asked me to send you a photo of myself, and I, I sent you a picture, and you sent me back a, a picture of an aura back. So tell us about the work you're doing with auras now, and maybe you can use me as your test case here.
1: Yeah, I was going to pull your... Here, so I can look at it. Yeah, we've, um, you know what? I love, I love, I love, I love, and I've done this for years, but what I love about what I do is people lie, politicians lie, uh, advertisements lie, energy never lies. So Mm -hmm. we're really bringing in this uh, multifaceted, you know, energetics of, you know, a person, whether it's in person or long distance, where we can see exactly kind of what's going on and the aura is what I call the macro. It's a big snapshot, although it can tell you some deeper underlying things, but that's kind of a higher level of reading. But, um, you know, just at quick glance, I did take your picture, and I, I know this isn't a visual show, but there there's a lot of purple, there's a lot of blue, there's a lot of pink, there's a lot of red, and I'm not going to go deep into all of it. But um, in general, the first thing I want to say about, you know, an aura is, you know, it's a reflection of the energy. And what we want to see, Robert, is we want to see actually all one color, which always shocks people, um, and if we don't see one color, we want to see an even division on both sides. So we want to see the same color, whether it's three colors on one side, we want to see the same three colors in the same three order, you know, on the other side. And in Robert's aura, you guys, since you can't see, you know, I would say about two-thirds of his aura is purple, different shades of purple, which we'll talk about in a minute. And then we have this beautiful light turquoise blue, which I love, Robert, because it actually means you're, you're kind of a teacher, communicator, which you are. Little bit of healer, which is interesting, you know, thrown in there. And then we've got the lighter purple, which is like that intuitive and that wisdom and that analytical part of you. And then we've got some density in the root chakra, which we see a lot, which is kind of some darker aspects that you're still processing about yourself. Uh, we've got pink, which is, of course, you know, you have this humanitarian side and you desire to help people. Um, we got a little bit of stress in there, but it's kind of on the outer edge, it's working its way out. Got a little bit of a um, and, and I'm not saying you do, but your RS possibly a little bit of maybe at times a hot temper or can get a little angry with the yeah. only negative no aspect. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a overall but you know, picture and it kind of I see the RS kind of a soul imprint. So it kind of tells us where you should be playing with your gifts and abilities. And I think you're playing dead on where you should be playing. But nice to see. I was a little surprised, not because, you know, I don't think you are, but it was really interesting to see that intuition in there that you've got so much intuition in your aura. It was interesting.
0: Oh, fantastic. Now, how did you kind of move yourself into this work? It's interesting because next week I have the folks who wrote the book Change Your Aura, Change Your Life. I haven't read the book uh, yet. I have it here Barbara Martin and Dimitri. Really? Mour- that's not interesting. Yeah, oh, they're on so next weird. week. So, well, but. You
1: know, because i am and it's very close to being released you'll have to have me back on but um, when it's released and available but it's very close to, i believe in complete empowerment so where i believe at every turn we're having power stripped from us i believe mm-hmm. in giving it right back to you and i don't mean just health i mean everything you know health wealth happiness whatever everything
0: mm-hmm. although
1: you know health is a big thing of course to wealth and happiness sure. but as we talked about before but i'm creating I've been in this field for so long, and I've seen so much about how the human energy field works with frequency that I started working a lot with color. Which, of course, whenever you start delving into color and its effects on the human, you know, on human and health and emotions and spirituality and you know, all of it, you're going to get into the aura. And so, right now, I have people in India and people in the United States, and we are working on just some brilliant technology, and and we're you know using it ourselves. But the beautiful thing about it is, Robert. I'm going to make it available eventually to anybody who wants to buy it. So the same thing I do, you could have just done that to me. You could have just taken a picture of me without me even knowing it. Let's say you're considering bringing me in, Robert, for a multi-billion business deal.
0: Wouldn't you mm-hmm. love
1: to know if I'm, let's say you don't have the intuition that you actually do possess. And let's say you don't have confidence in it. Energy doesn't lie. If so you take a picture mm-hmm. of mine and you're like, oh my God, like, that girl has a lot of discussion wow. in her aura and she kind of has a lot of immaturity in her aura and there's dishonesty. Like you can read all this and maybe, you know, the people that you interview interviewed next week can tell you more about it. I actually disagree with what they say because, well, I don't disagree with that title because if your aura changes, of course your life changes. Um, mm-hmm. And I've watched my aura change over the past couple of years a lot, but it has to change. Your aura is actually a reflection of all the frequencies going on in you at the time. So you really have to work on so many areas and so much other things to have an RF change, if that makes sense. Now, your R is going to change. We find out because I work on myself and my girls and my clients all the time. Your R can change. Like if I, if I work on you, you know, it'll change. Probably if I take a picture now is what I'm saying. It might have some of the same elements, but it'll mm-hmm. change. You know, if I blow up at my girls, it's going to change immediately. So you can't really – I, I kind of disagree with that because the R is very fluid. But as you become more centered and more calm, you're going to start seeing that solid aura. So it's going to be your primary reflection, you know, solid green, solid blue with little density, with a lot of light behind it, with high fluorescent colors. So, I mean, there's some truth to it, but, and I don't know where they're going with that. I'm I might have to skip that book now, but, um, or I might have to listen and call it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, really interesting. But, uh, Definitely as your frequency comes up, you know how I said, you know, you can look at your R, you see how it's chunky, it looks like an artist kind of palette, like, you know, chunk, chunk, chunks, you know,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: would see it come in as we worked with you with frequencies, you would, and other things, you would start to see it become, you know, more congruent side to side and then eventually one color. But I will say one thing about you, Robert, that I've always said about you, that people need to really respect about you is you run at a high frequency, you have great energy.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, I'm continue to, I'm a work in progress, but I just keep going like the energizer bunny. So, uh, better and better. Um, how, how can somebody see their own, you know, for the, for the layman out there, how can they, how can our listeners kind of do any type of aura work on themselves uh, or just see the aura with other people? And how do you see your aura? Yeah.
1: Um, well now I see now, I mean, I can see energy and, um, It's just, you know, I've always been able to since I was born. And some of my girls can even see it better in more detail than I can. But, so, I mean, for me, it's a gift. But you can learn to see R.S. And one of the easiest, well, it's not easy. Um, The first thing I actually recommend that people do before you even go for the R.S. thing is to go in a closet. If you guys have, like, at night, go in a closet. (laughs) This sounds so weird, but it's funny. Go in a closet. Let your eyes adjust for maybe two or three minutes. And what you will notice is that the dark is not dark. The dark is mm-hmm. actually made up of light. You'll start to see blue and red and black kind of flying around, and maybe there'll be some white in there too. And what you're actually looking at is the quanta. You're looking at energy, you know, and it's is generalized energy, not specific energy. So that's the first exercise. And I encourage you to sit there, and maybe after you sit there five or ten minutes and you start to see, I encourage you to, it doesn't have to be a closet, it could be a bathroom, it just has to be somewhere dark. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I encourage you to take your hand and just start experimenting. See if you can make a ball with that energy and condense it and push it together mm-hmm. and make it more solid. And you will be surprised how powerful you are and how you can learn to manipulate energy. So that's the first thing I recommend. Second thing I recommend is the way to see Aras is not to see it with like a focused laser concentration. So kind of the trick to seeing Aras is the more you try, the more you're not going to see it. So one of the tricks is to go out on a summer day on a, preferably a hill because of the slant and lay on your back where there's some trees in the sky, you know, kind of a cloudy sunny day where the sun's kind of going back and forth the clouds and Mm -hmm. pick a tree, a tall tree, and kind of steer lazily, not like intently, steer intent, like steer straight at the tree, but not with a laser focus, kind of let your Mm -hmm. eyes relax. Pretty soon you're going to start to see, a glow around the tree and how you first start to see R is with people and everything has an R, even inanimate objects, which is so interesting. But you're going to see kind of either gray, a black, or a white glow. So the first trick is just to see kind of the energy around it. As you get better at it, of course, you can go into colors and you can take classes and, uh, you know, you can learn how to Mm -hmm. do that. But I also have to say this, (laughs) you don't have to, that's the beautiful thing. We live in 2016. We live in like, you know, we used to watch, you know, Doctor Who and Star Trek. Like, we live in the now of that. So you don't have to. You can just buy an arm. Well, you can't really buy an arm machine. They're super expensive. But, you know, when you go to the metaphysical fair, it's like it is possible to buy a camera. And my technology is going to be so inexpensive pretty soon. You guys will just be able to buy it sierras do your own thing and be happily ever after you know playing with this. so we're in we're where you know we're putting the power in the hands of you you don't have to you know pray to the aura gods that you can see auras and like feel like you're not gifted and all this stuff you don't you don't even have to do that you just the technology's right it's right 100 percent of the time you know and well i I, I
0: notice if i'm walking down the street or from on the subway or something uh I will like kind of look kind of past somebody and like look over yep. their shoulder and I see the waves. And uh, that's about as far as I've gotten. I'm going to keep working at it now, now that the weather's now, wait, changed and out and on and the street.
1: You might be seeing something different. You might be seeing a little bit of the aura, but there's another thing you might be seeing, which is actually more interesting and more sophisticated than reading the Nara. What you might be seeing is the geometric templating, either of the quanta 3d matrix, or of that person because we all hold different uh, geometric ways and shapes and templating within, inside our art. So You might be seeing that, Robert.
0: Yeah, it's about six inches off the, uh, just outlining the body. And it's uh, clear and gray, I guess, and it's kind of like little lines in it. So it's like like waves, almost like you see the heat waves in the summer, that type yeah. of thing around somebody. And I I was assume that's an aura, but I'm not seeing color. I'm just seeing like an energy shape around people.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it.
0: Um, Okay. Let's talk about, because I know you have a lot of, you're a multifaceted, multidimensional person. You're doing so much good work. You've got Unlocked, you've got Secret to Everything. You've got this uh, free ebook and the MP3 frequency that I have downloaded and uh, listened to it. It's fantastic. And you've got your 21 day frequency master program and change your name, change your frequency. So tell us about what you want our listeners to know about, because I know you're working on your new technology. You have so many different programs. You, you're just you're just, just so much to what you're doing. I want you to take a few minutes and just kind of take us through what the uh, our listeners need to be made uh, aware of.
1: I just want to say, I mean, pretty much if you guys just type in my name, Kimberly McGeorge, you'll see on my social media where you can connect. And as Robert knows, I post stuff about, like, everything, and you can kind of get kind of a good understanding of where I'm coming from. And, you know, secreteverything.com to get the gift you talked about. I'm really passionate about our um, Ultimate Awakening Collection. I should have told your last caller about that because you know what that is. That's a place for people like you and me where you might live in New York or New Jersey or Mexico or Canada or Japan or wherever – or Wyoming, and you, you know, maybe you don't have like-minded people in your neighborhood or your church mm-hmm. or your, you know, kid school. Maybe you're actually considered crazy. You're out there. But this is a, you know, like-minded people, and we come together, and we have these discussions. We pose, like, the questions that you asked today. And in love, we entertain all opinions, kind of like what you do at your radio show, you know, and you know the people you bring in, discussions you have. But more than that, you know, in this program, you get two frequency tracks, which is music embedded with. I think this this month we did um, opening your intuitive ability. So we create frequencies and lay it down with music, kind of like brain entrainment. I don't call it brain entrainment; it's more like energetic, you know, entrainment or tuning mm-hmm. um, to bring that into your field. So we we do that, and then I we have these calls. And I have this amazing healer. He's a young man from India that studied for years and has a natural gift of healing. He comes on the call. We do these free healing calls and I teach about kind of stuff like what you talked about or ask me questions about, but whatever comes in that's kind of current for that month, you know, it might be health. It might be about chemtrails. It could be about uh, the matrix. It could be about frequency. And, And we kind of, you know, do topics, you know, sometimes I call it what you need to know. Now we talked about, um, just a teaser. We talked about why you should never have a welcome mat that says welcome anywhere around your house, mm-hmm. you know, last time. So all these just really interesting things that you just don't hear because I love that kind of stuff, which is why my business is called secret to everything. So I love that group. And then it's a the Facebook group, really active, really passionate about that. It's a membership program. It's a private membership site, you know, and people are like, you know, you're so expensive. I can't get in touch with you. But when you come into these group programs, you probably get to talk to me more than if you have a one-on-one consultation. You know, you have kind of 24-7 access to me, which is really cool. We're also just started my practitioner program, which is called Frequency Master. And basically I'm teaching, for the first time I felt like I had permission to open up the vault because I've gotten so busy, I realized that I need people to come in and help me with all my clients. And we're even getting ready to go more into the alternative medicine field, which is where I started as a naturopathic, you know, doctor. So we're bringing people in and we're kind of teaching them all my methods using the technology using everything i know using frequencies uh and they can use it in their own practice with their own family and make money right away or they can come into my business and be kind of you know under our umbrella whatever they like so we're running that right now we're doing color which of course relates to the we're studying on uh, the chakra so we're in the middle of that right now and then i just started master meridian mapping which uh is really talking about the belief systems and the emotions so they are you know, at the root of a lot, I was talking to someone about breast cancer and, you know, my observation over the last 26 years is especially for breast cancer and all cancers, there's this strong belief system that's stuck in our being, a lot around self-love, a lot around trauma that happened, you know, in childhood and in adulthood and that we've held in our being that creates a ripe environment for cancer to form. And so I really like to unwind it in the beliefs and the emotional level. So... um. And personally, I struggle with my liver, and I'm always trying to detoxify my liver. So I'm like, heck, I'm going to just focus on the liver meridian, the gallbladder meridian. So we're focusing in on releasing anger and bitterness right now. We actually just started selling into that. Our sales page has already been up for that. A lot of the programs on the website, we're doing a new website, kind of. They're available. Um, mm-hmm. So if you guys join my mailing list, you know, you'll have access to all of that. You Tell doing us. So uh... like, I'm just saying, what else are we doing? <laughs> Go ahead.
0: And then you have a YouTube channel also, right?
1: I do. I love, love my YouTube channel. I've actually decided to get a lot more active on it and I'm actually starting to, I just did, I only put up the third video. I'm going to put up one and two, but I just did a really great series on why you might not be feeling your intuitive abilities because I believe we all come in, uh, you know, we don't have a third eye for anything, you know, our pineal gland, when they dissect it, it looks like the inside of an eye. There's a reason for that. Like we all have that. Mm-hmm. If it's right. calcified, by due to, you know, fluoride and other things, many, many other things, not just fluoride, but uh, you know, it's not functioning and we can renew that. And when you do that, you know, your abilities start working again. So I did this kind of series, you know, for some of my classes, but if you guys pay attention to my YouTube channel, you can start to get pieces and chunks of some of my classes if you don't have the money to join for free, because I'm starting to post more and more content
0: uh, mm-hmm. and
1: expand that. And it's just Kimberly McGeorge.
0: Now, you've also mentioned, Dr. Kim, um, something interesting uh, about not putting a welcome mat out, and so many people have them. Why is that? You welcome in anything, and that could be bad stuff too?
1: i tell you why, because I know a lot of weird people <laughs> in high and low places. And um, I'll tell you a guy that came out of a very – very high level Satanism, such a high level of Satanism that people don't even know that level exists. And, um, he was actually a vampire and, you know, everyone's like, what? And we're not going to go into that, but yes, so a real human vampire. (laughs) But, um, he told me, he's like, why do you have welcome mats all over your house? Cause I have like five and he's like, get rid of them. Because when he was actively practicing human, sacrifice, child sacrifice Mm -hmm. in the deep level of Satanism, there's two types of residences, business buildings, dwellings, land he could not enter. He could not enter a house building business where water was running underneath it, which is so interesting because we hear that in Legends, right? Mm -hmm. He couldn't go in that and he, he couldn't go in a house unless you invited him in. But wait, here's the scary thing. Or, if you had a welcome mat, Because guess what, this whole world is built on numbers and symbols, and words Mm. are symbols, so numbers, symbols, words, and they all have frequencies. So there's, you know, that was, what's the difference between the word broadcasting, welcome, or you saying welcome, guess what? In the world of energy, which is what you guys have to get really, really used to hearing and seeing, the the world of energy and frequency, it's the same thing. So when you guys start to unlock some of this, you'll start to realize, oh my gosh, you know, my words can be super powerful and we have to pay such super close attention to how we talk to each other and how we mm-hmm. talk to ourselves because of mm-hmm. that. But yeah, that was really interesting. So yeah, right now I don't have any welcome that. <laughs> you know,
0: uh, well, I have to get the I ones.
2: Could, so
1: If I can just that. keep you on
0: for just like, I have two questions for you and then I have a, a, just a final question, but two questions for you is one is how, how do you, you know, how have, how has, have things changed for you uh, on your journey Uh, with all of this knowledge and your work with energy and your, you know, you have these uncanny abilities that not everybody has developed. Over time, how has that, has it changed? Has what you are able to do and what you're doing, has that evolved? And how has that affected your life, if you don't mind my asking?
1: Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, that's such a great question. You know what, it first started to change and this is so powerful for anyone who has any inkling of any abilities and we all have abilities, remember you guys. And it doesn't matter whether it's a talent, like playing sports or, you know, music or art or whether it's intuitive abilities, like psychic abilities or you know, you hear things, but it's using them, Robert. When I started Mm -hmm. thinking, you know, I always use them. Like when I was a naturopath, of course, I always used my intuitive abilities. But when I started really speaking it, you know, like when I would do a session with someone and we were through the health part, and I would start to say, I think you're having some problems with your marriage. Like I would think that I wouldn't say it. When I started Mm -hmm. saying it, my practice grew because then they start bawling. As a matter of fact, my kids are like, they were really young when I used to have a home office before I had a in clinical practice, like in offices, but they would be like, why does everybody leave your office bawling their head off? They they thought people paid me to make them cry. And uh, so I thought that was really funny. But the point is my practice became very powerful as I started to walk in my abilities. Did I know I was what I call a high level psychic? No. I thought everybody was actually born, knowing, seeing energy the way I did and knowing what I know. And, you know, now I know they weren't necessarily, although, again, you guys all are powerful. You all have abilities. But it's using them. So now I can read energy. Gosh, Robert, I wish I could tell you. So minutely, it's crazy. Like my um, daughter's boyfriend's mom, it's so funny. My next-door neighbor drove by, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she has the exact same frequency as my daughter's boyfriend's mom. And my girls can do it, too. And you start to be able to read frequency. And that's how the world is made of frequency. Do you guys know how exciting that is? If you can learn to read the level of frequency, which I believe everybody can do, and that's partly what I start to teach, in the Mm -hmm. subtlety, you don't even need tech. Tech is my lazy way of reading frequency. But you can know anything, Robert, definitively, solidly, what you should do, how you should do it, when you should do it if you can read energy. So that's what becomes so exciting is it's so clear you know, what to do, when to do it, how to do it. And, and you have to think of, you have to pull it back and think energy is planetary frequency. You know, mm-hmm. and I can feel when the, the planetary energy, and I do energy updates. Uh, often I'll put them on my YouTube channel. Sometimes they're just for my membership program. But I'll tell people, you know, this week's going to be rough. You're going to have a lot of unexpected things come. It's going to be not a good week to deal with relationships. Hold off on decisions. And I know it sounds like astrology, but, you know, it's more like reading the overall planet. I call it planetary energy. You know, I know when things are going to kick up in the government. I mean, I just know when it's a great time to start a business or to get married or not to get married. It just really helps. It takes the guesswork out of living and it really is called conscious creation. That's when you begin to create your reality. You get Mm -hmm. up and you don't have to guess how the day is going to be or guess how your new business is going to go or guess who to have a relationship with. Life becomes a celebration and an adventure. It doesn't become this really weird stab in the dark kind of thing that we've kind of Hmm. been taught to believe you take back power over your own life. And then you teach people how to do it, you bless other people and it becomes just wicked. Amazing.
0: That's amazing. Uh, Let me ask you one other question, provocative question. Do you ever get concerned (laughs) with all of the things that both of us have read? And I've seen that your posts on them, that a lot of people in the alternative medicine area and all of that, just seem to like uh, be going away and stuff. And with somebody who has all the powers you have, do you get concerned that uh, whoever is out there might be concerned about people like you uh, with the powers that you have and helping other people unlock their personal power?
1: Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you a quick story to answer that question. I think it'll tell you everything you need to know. So when I was 22, just graduated from college, I was on the phone with let's just call him a normal guy He's just a friend of mine, and we were, he actually he was a bill collector. You know, we're in our 20s, and we were talking. All of a sudden, our phone conversation was broken into, and we both heard this. It wasn't just me, but he freaked out more than I did. And a voice said, Just so you know, Kimberly, and he said my maiden name, which I don't want to say, but uh, now, but he said my maiden name. He said, Just so you know, Kimberly, and then my maiden name, we know exactly who you are. Wow. From that day forward, Robert, I was under no no deception that, let's just call it the powers that be, knew Mm -hmm. exactly who I was. But I am going to say this, and this is my personal spiritual belief. I am here for multiple reasons. I believe each one of you listening to the show, I believe you, Robert, are here for a mighty purpose. I believe we all come in with unique gifts and talents, and we are here to do something. When my number's up, it's up. When your number's up, it's up. When your next-door neighbor, you know what I'm kind of saying? Yep. Like, I will not live mm-hmm. in fear. I have right. lived in fear. I have repressed my abilities, just like we all have, for different reasons. Fear of our family. Fear of judgment of our partners. Fear of what our kids will think. What our parents will think. We mm-hmm. all live in fear. It doesn't have to be fear of us shadow government or a, like you said, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's so interesting that you asked that because where I'm actually stepping forward back into, I'm kind of coming out of the consciousness and the psychic area. And I'm mm-hmm. actually going back more hardcore. Guess what? Into alternative medicine. And if you don't think I haven't had a conversation with God, like really? Like right mm-hmm. now I, I'm stepping back into mm-hmm. medicine. I have, But again, it's, it's faith that you're here for a reason and yep. I'm not saying those people weren't here for a reason. Absolutely they are. But I have to believe that the hand of God is upon me and my work. And when it's lifted, it's lifted. And am I immune? No. You know, have I faced persecution? Absolutely. Will I probably face it again? You know, I've been investigated. I, you know, I've, I've run alternative health clinical practices. I have experienced some of the things that you hear about things on like the truth mm-hmm. about cancer and the documentary about right. people, you know, I've been mm-hmm. investigated and looked at before. Um, But needless to say, you know, I think we're born for such a time as this and you too, Robert, you know, and I love the stuff you talk about. I love what you're doing. And I think we're all in danger. Anyone that even raises the question that you're raising, (laughs) I think that's brave. Don't
2: you? (laughs) I mean, I do. Well, I don't, I don't,
0: I, I, I didn't want to put you in a comfortable position, but I just, I figured, you know what, we're, we're talking, let's just, uh, let's just pull it, put it all out there. And you know what, you're doing good work and we're all trying to do good work and, uh, uh, you know, anything that has to do with helping people with their frequency and health should should be a good thing. So, uh, uh, here's to the light workers, if you will. Um, final, final question. Well, you very... I just have to say, Robert,
1: you're one of them. What? So, you know, here's to you too. Because well, you're one of us. You know.
0: Well. Well, thank you. I know I have uh, my roles being shaped, but, um, and with that in mind, my final question is you've always been so helpful and, uh, give me good guidance. And you, I mentioned, I think the last time we talked was about I don't know, six months to a year ago. And you said, uh, you know, you kind of, your, your stuff keeps getting pushed and, um, I know patience is in, important and I'm one of these people like a lot of people don't like to work out. Like I love to work out. I love to do exercise. I love the blocking and tackling. And I just keep putting my content out there and I keep putting proposals out there and I just keep writing blogs and doing my radio show and I'm going to shift the show over the summer. It's going to be more of a men's skewed program. Um, But, and I've got my screenplay out there and I've got my TV series out there and I've got a new uh, nonfiction guy's guy book proposal out there and, just more and more. And I uh, just wondering, is there something I need to be doing or what do you see timing wise and all of that? I know patience is key and I've got patience and I just keep plugging away, but I think I'm destined for big things also.
1: Right. Um, look, we at a couple of things. I think um, with you, I already checked you for this because I ran a scan on you, and I'll send it to you because we didn't have time to go over. I wrote down, like, 60 things to tell you. But um, uh, one of the things I checked you for was to make sure you're in, and this is important for everyone to even realize that they need to be aligned with this, but there's something called current energy, so it's called living in the now. When your frequency is in the now, you're in full embodiment, you're in your physical body, you're present in your mind you're going to succeed much better in business and attract opportunities to you than, for example, a lot of people are still running energy of 2012. You know, how, how's that going to work? If you're running the energy through your body of 2012 and you're trying to run a business in 2016, it doesn't work really right. well. So that's mm-hmm. a little known secret people don't know. So I checked you and you actually are in the energy of 2016. So that's really good. However, I think, in, remember, Robert, you have to remember you're intuitive. So, what I'm going to say to you isn't necessarily going to be a shock to you because when you follow your intuition, it usually works out. And we need, I'd like to get that more integrated in your field because it's only in that one section, but um, on your left side. But um, for you, I think what you're doing is right. I think what you've been doing, not you, in your energy field, you're carrying 2016, but what you have been doing, you've been doing for a while. I think you do need to mix it up and, and shake it up and shift your focus. Um, I am really happy your energy is current, though. And it is patient. It, and, you know, it's funny because I really see what I see in your timelines. It's kind of like a bird. You know, a bird swoops down and gets a fish out of the ocean and flies back up. It's like you've had some birds that have, like, swooped down and almost picked up the fish, but they didn't. They just swooped mm-hmm. back up. So I feel like you've had some close yes. opportunities. And um, it looks like – using that same picture, it looks like before the mm, fall fall or toward the end of the year, something's going to go, like, bam, smack, connect. But you have to keep being willing to do what you're doing, which is what I call being in the flow. So even though you're in the energy of 2016, part of the energy of 2016, it's exactly that of a river. Not all energy is. Sometimes it's like the energy sometimes a year is actually like the energy of like a concrete block or like the energy of a tree so but the easiest way to explain 2016 the more flexible and in flow to everything relationships business um, health everything that you can be the better it's going to be so if it's time to go over rapids you go over the rapids you don't go into resistance you don't tense up you don't You know, you don't Mm -hmm. resist. If it's time to float on your back in a mud hole, you know, for a couple weeks, that's what you do. So I want you, it's important for you, especially as intuitive as you are, to be very sensitive to the pacing of the energy and to respond to that. So it's hard for you because you're an initiator and you have a lot of testosterone and you're very masculine. Mm -hmm. And, And so it's kind of hard for you to kind of flop over on your back. Put down the oars of the boat and flow. But that's what you're being asked to do this year. That's your main calling this year. If you can do that to the percentage that you can do that, you will have success like you have never seen. But I will say something about your year. It's very much after June. I don't expect anything to, like, light up or ping. And I don't even think – sometimes I say you can pull things towards you on your timeline. I don't believe you can. Definitely June is a marker where things start to happen and spark.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Good. Well, I'm, I'm actually, even though it's been like a while, I'm, i have that I've been kind of doing what I've been doing. I am shaking things up now. And I have a lot of uh, peace about what I'm doing, like this is the right path. And I just keep being told, you know, patience, just keep putting stuff out there and keep being open. And a couple of those birds have come down and picked up the fish and not taken it up. And but I've known that it's like, Every once in a while, I get like a major bite and then it goes away. And I'm like, hmm. But I figure, you know what? It's not the right one yet. So I just have to stay with the flow and uh, stay relaxed and uh, stay peaceful. And I I feel good. So, uh, and you've always been super helpful. So thank you. And thank you also, of course, for being uh, such a special guest on Guys, Guys Radio one of our best guests. It's not the best guest of all. And every time you come on, it's it's something new and I learned something else and our audience learned so much more and it's such an honest discussion. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, Dr. Kim. It's great knowing you and thank you for being on the show.
1: Oh, well, thank you for having me and I'll send over, you know, the rest of your scan that we didn't get to talk to, you know, to you tonight. So Uh, much love to you and your family and best wishes.
0: Oh, thanks so much. And uh, any other information you want to get out to our listeners? I know it's Dr. drkimberlymcgeorge.com, but anything else in terms of uh, finding out about your programs?
1: No, I'm really available. Like I said, just type in my name in Google, and you guys will get more than you ever wanted.
0: (laughs) Great. Okay, well, be in touch soon, and thank you so much, and uh, all the best, and keep doing your good work. And I send you my positive energy and my blessings, and uh, pray for you that you keep doing what you're doing.
1: Oh, likewise to you, my friend, and thank you so much. Take care.
0: Okay, fantastic. All right, everybody, that's been our show. Uh, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, uh, again, just go to her website. She's got all kinds of uh, frequency programs, and she's just a wonderful person and so very interesting. And we did talk about auras a little bit tonight, and as I mentioned, my guest next week on Guys Guys Radio, uh, they have the book Change Your Aura, Change Your Life. And that's Barbara Martin and Dimitri Moretis. So we'll get a different perspective on auras and see where that takes us. I'm going to read the book this week and um, uh, it's, it's a classic. So we'll see what uh, we can all learn together from that. So remember that the whole Guys Guys brand is about when men and women can be at their best, everyone wins. So going through that filter of how we look at life here in the Guys Guys world, if you will, just remember that if we can get better men. We'll have a better world, and that's what we're here for. So uh, remember that, uh, guys, guys, finish first.